I was like, let me write a gospel rap out of nowhere. So I'm writing this song, God dropped in my spirit, this is it. And I kept hearing that, this is it. Wow. And ever since then I knew this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in Prince George's County, getting insight into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Today is December 12, 2019. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Heavenly Bee squares off with a local artist, manager, and developer with a twist. Our Prince George of the day is nonfiction. He has gone from artist to manager. Find out more. Stay tuned and hear all about the entertainment industry in the Prince George's County and the DMV. For today's weather, we can expect temperatures to peak at right around 40 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Our low temperature tonight will drop down to just about 20 degrees with clouds moving in. For tomorrow, we have a 50% chance of rain in the area and high temperatures will peak right around 40 degrees again before more rain creeps in overnight and temperatures remain steady right at 40 degrees. Sunrise this morning, it was at 7.15 and sunset this afternoon will come about a quarter to five. That's the weather for today and tomorrow. We will have the weekend weather on our next episode of the Prince George's Daily. But get your raincoats ready. In today's news, a new focus on the 2020 census, an important appointment for Angela Alsobrooks' office, and don't forget tonight at the County Administration Building in Upper Marlboro in the media room, State Office of State Attorney Aisha Brave Boy is hosting a justice symposium from 6 till 7.30. Visit the county website to RSVP. Now, here's Heavenly with nonfiction, the Prince Georgian of the day. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Heavenly B, here with the Prince George's Daily. And today, I'm in the studio with none other than nonfiction, a.k.a. nonfico. Say no, what's up Mr. to my No, suit and tie. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> so... Are you from the DMV area? Tell me a little bit about yourself before we get into these business questions. Yo, so I'm born and raised, Washington, D.C. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised, like 1981. Born and raised, Southeast D.C. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I moved around a little bit, you know, as I got older, went down to Newport News, Virginia Beach area. Oh, really? Graduated high school out there. Really? Yeah, I went to high school out there like my ninth, ninth grade year. You know wow. what I'm saying? And, and stayed down there and graduated. Moved back up here in 2001. So I got a little mix of both sides. So you know. like, you got a little VA VA, not, not yeah. the Northern Virginia. Virginia Beach VA, like, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So I learned something new today. The peninsula, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the water. Okay, so tell me what your business is and the products and services that you provide. Well, what we have, we NFX and Music Group. NFX and Music Group is an independent recording label and based in here, Maryland, in PG County. Mm-hmm. Um, I started that joint, man, back in like 2015 when um I got, I was like, I ain't waiting for nobody no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't waiting for 
somebody to offer me a deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I just said, let me put my own work in. You know? So tell me about that, though, because we got into what the business is, but we never talked about the fact that before you started this business, you were an artist yourself? Yep, still am though. Yeah. Still, still an artist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know if you had transitioned to just I mean, doing I'm, fully business. I'm kind of transitioning now, you know. Okay. But I'm still an artist. I okay, still, I still do features and projects. And oh, you Jay Z, you do features now. Yeah, like know, I'm, bro. I'm a, <laughs> I just do features sometimes <laughs> when I feel like rapping or whatever. When I get a hot sixteen in my spirit. Uh, boy, but that's it. Know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, how long were you rapping, and how many years was that before you decided? I'm going to go ahead and try to do this on my own without that um, push of a label. Man, I remember I started rapping when I was like 12, honestly, like 12 years old. But, um, you know, all through high school, I was, you know, trying to do my little hip-hop battle rap thing. And you guys used to freestyle in the lunchroom? Yeah, uh-huh. oh, lockers that. and <laughs> ciphers and, and all that in the hallways, banging on lockers. And, you know, by the time I was 19, man, you know, God told me, I'm doing it, you're going to do this for me. So, like, he, I mean, I had a choice. But, but I get I, what you mean. Yeah, but you you felt remember. like if you had a shift. Now, what was that like when you first got that thing in your spirit? Like, dang! Like, was you like excited? Like, Ooh. yeah, I was because oh, I, cool. I knew it was him. Like, it's, you know, what I'm saying? like I always had a relationship with God. Like growing up, I can always remember little signs here and there. God would like show Himself, uh-huh. and I was always mindful of my actions growing up. You know what I'm saying? So even if I wasn't fully living it, yeah, I knew who God was and I knew who He is. Had that moral camp. You know, compass. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. So. By the time I was 19, I was trying to do my thing still. And, you know, it's funny how God would set you up and you look back later and realize it was a setup. Yeah, you know it was like saying? a whole setup. When I was 19 on my spirit. Like, I was writing this gospel rap. Because um, my aunt used to do these cookouts every year. Mm-hmm. And we had to do a talent. Mm-hmm. And I knew my I couldn't go in there rapping, no. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't be, be rapping. ratchet. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't be ratchet. So I was like, let me write a gospel rap out of nowhere. So I'm writing this song. God dropped in my spirit. This is it, and I kept hearing that. This is it. Wow. And ever since then, I knew this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, did you ever have doubts about that though? Like as the process goes on, you know, we be real like zealous in the beginning, and yeah. then the process going, you be like, uh, this gospel. But nah, crazy thing is, I ain't never doubted. That's bomb. I never doubted God telling me that this is it. So you never even nah. tried to go back to like nah. secular rap. But that's the thing, like I can I can write that stuff though. Right. Like I got songs now in the stash, and I'm like, who could I give this to? Give it to me. I, so now, <laughs> hey, it might work for you. <laughs> no, I'm not rapping. I, I, we I'm had like, all of a stint. Yeah, so I got stuff in the now that I'm like, I don't know what to do. Could I give it to somebody? Yes, you or, should sell it to somebody. Yeah, so. Businessman? Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> so now that you started your own label your own company what type of products and services do you provide is it just like management or is it like total artist development what yeah is- like we working on now like um with artist development <clears throat> excuse me and managing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i know i ain't trying to be rapping forever but i do want to still use my gift when needed yeah but i do feel a transition in my bones you know what i'm saying i feel it you know what i'm saying so i'm i'm, I'm actually transitioning into like straight up managing artists too so you so, fell more in love with that, you think, as you started doing it more and more? Yeah, because I kind of was doing it without realizing it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have um a couple artists now that's that's down with NFX. And, um, shout out A-Kev and, and Haps and, and Daryl B. And, um like, Kev was, like, down with us from the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. when he was, like, 16. You know, I was kind of mentoring him. Mm-hmm. And, and over the years, you know, it started developing into, like, yo, dude, won't you just be a manager? Like, 
mm-hmm. this year it started hitting me. Yeah. Because I was like, I kind of want to dive into that. Right. Because I feel like I feel like I got a lot to offer a, yeah. a, a young artist who want to and you, and you put in the work, you know, so yeah. you, you know the the pitfalls to avoid yeah, and because I know what I didn't have. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what I look at now. I know when I was rapping full time, like not full time, but when I was doing it constantly, like I realized I didn't have a lot of like people who would help. Mm-hmm. Like a manager or somebody who just believed in me all the way and, and, yeah. and, and like a crew, like a team. Because nowadays people need a team. I mean it's so important to have te- a team. Yeah, you need a team. people that really first of all believe in your vision. Mm-hmm. But then not only believe with, like, word and deed, I mean, word and mind, but also put some action behind it. Because yeah, <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. be need some hands to do it out here. Action speak louder yeah. than words. So people say this and say that, but yeah. the actions will prove. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, have you always been entrepreneurial, or do you feel like this is a gift that you developed over time? Like I think, I think it developed over time. I didn't realize it growing up. Because I remember I was dating a young lady years ago, and... You know, she had that entrepreneurial vibe, and she was, she was gone with it. She mm-hmm. just was go, and I remember asking questions about it, and you know, she kind of didn't help me. You know what I'm saying? She kind of didn't like. I would ask certain questions, and I wouldn't get nothing. <laughs> It'd just be like, you gotta do it yourself. Like, oh, okay. So, what, so I think I kind of you developed that over yeah, time. So you wasn't developed. like a kid, like I want my own business. You nah. wasn't like a kid selling candy in the lunchroom. Yeah, nah, I wasn't like that. I was waiting on somebody to see me type of okay. thing. Okay. And then Wait for your big break. Yeah. And that ain't gonna happen most of the time. You know what I'm saying? The thing about it is we it might happen. We just yeah. not waiting no more. Yeah. Like that's just the generation we in, I love it. And I think um the generation before her, us had a hard time adapting to us. What are like, you? You a millennial? I'm a millennial. You yeah, I'm you a millennial. Oh you a millennial? Yeah, I'm at the end. You just made it? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna let yeah. you I'm gonna go ahead and let you have it then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right at the end of that joint. But, yeah, you hear so much negative talk about millennials, but mm-hmm. we're really changing the landscape of what, what this world looks like right yeah. now. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just so different that it couldn't be accepted. But we're not waiting for opportunities. Nah. We we asking one time. Yeah. It's like your mother. I'm going to ask you one time. Mm-hmm. After that, then we're just going to take the action ourselves. We're going to take action. And that's what Champions League is about. I know I ain't, I'm probably jumping ahead of you, but no, go ahead. that's what Champions League is about, about creating our own platforms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Creating... Instead of waiting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Create new rules, you know what I'm saying? So, is Champions League the name of the business, the the uh, management business? Nah, it's NFX. And, and so, NFX is like basically the, the umbrella. It's, okay, it's, and it's it houses everything. Champions yeah, League. and it houses Champions League. And Champions League is basically like a, you know, you know, you know, you know 116, Reach Records. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, they got a click. They, mm-hmm. got, they got artists who, they come together. They they do make projects. Hot music. They make yeah, make hot music, go on tour together, and but that's kind of what Champions League is. But Champions League also focuses on finding your true success through your lifestyle, your aspirations and experiences. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So and that's basically what it is. Okay. Like that's the foundation of it. Like okay. I wanted to create something where, like, we have like instead of us being rappers and singers, we got people who like a photo- like a videographer. Mm-hmm. He's part yeah. of Champions League. Mm-hmm. He's our videographer, but so he's also do you part guys, of the, the team. So, will people go t- through y'all to source talent? Meaning, almost like a um, like somebody would do with an agent. I don't know. You thought you talking about something that may be. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't never think about sit it like down that. at the table uh-huh. with Heavenly, so I can start my uh, <laughs> business of helping people develop their business. I really am good with helping people develop their concepts, though. It might be. That might be. It might be. Yeah. yeah. Let's get all I the never coins. About it. All the queens. Okay. 
You got All of them. None of them on the table. You're right. Well, we already said that this was this was not your dream occupation. Your dream occupation was to rap. So tell me what that picture looked like when you first said I'm gonna be a rapper and you had this vision of what was gonna happen when you got picked up by like a label. Tell me like if I was to get picked up by a label? No. Tell me what that perfect picture in your mind was of your life before you shifted into the management. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, just being able to tour, making a living doing music, you know, creating, um, and just, you know, spoiling my friends and family with the spoils of that life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it don't, work out, it don't work out like that. Jewelry. Jewelry. You was thinking jewelry, money, yeah. fast life. You right, You wanted the lifestyle. But see, I ain't even big on that lifestyle because I don't move like that. Right. You know I, just I like to... some of that stuff, though. But yeah, everybody likes good, nice things and yeah. jewelry and cars and, you know, nice homes where you can chill in and bring your family and friends and do a little gatherings. You like that. But... Yeah, I thought about that type of stuff, which I think was, like, a narrow way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because now my mind is more expanded of, like... Helping others. Yeah. Like, yes. I want to help. I want to help more than just do for me. You know what I'm saying? It's so interesting because I went to the Urban One Honors last night. Well, I went to the Urban One Honors. <laughs> and... Oh, my God. Being in that room with so much talent, but mainly with Kathy Hughes, especially because I'm a radio girl. Yeah. Was everything because just to see the opportunities that she was able to create by owning, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's it's just a different power in being the owner of something because yeah. now you can create space for your people. Mm-hmm. What have been the most rewarding parts of your entrepreneurial journey? Most rewarding? Yes, like maybe give me one moment where you was just like, "Wow, I'm meant to do this," and. I don't know. I look at like how just me want, wanting to help somebody else, how it impacts them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like A Cab. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of the youngest. Well, he's not the youngest, but he's one of the youngest that's that's part of the team. About um, you know, just me showing him how he can do it on his own, mm-hmm. and like instead of me trying to do everything for him. Like I remember, I didn't have a I didn't have a budget mm-hmm. to like try to do everything for him. So I just remember God telling me, won't you teach him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you teach him how to fish, they never go hungry. Facts. So now Kev knows how to do everything on his own. Facts. Like, he does everything. Like, I be, he be posting stuff about events. I'm like, dang, bro, I didn't know you had that show <laughs> going on. Like, when, when is that? Oh, yeah, it's such and such a date. And I be like, hmm. You know, so he's 22 now, and he's kind of like, if you look at his catalog, like, he's done everything on his own. Well, I respect that you find that a rewarding moment because yeah. some people, most people, not going to say most, a lot of people be wanting you to have to depend on them. Mm-hmm. They, like, want you to get a certain amount of space, but mm-hmm. listen, hold up, bring it back. I need you to need me because people want that uh, power, not realizing that it's an honor and a powerful thing to be able to say that you was somebody's mentor. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 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 You know, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what have been the most challenging parts of your journey the most challenging man i think is um it's gonna be hard like but in what ways be specific like um like having you know sometimes you know support mm-hmm. sometimes that, that can be a hard let's talk about support a little bit because we've been doing this all month and that's one thing that a lot of people didn't bring up mm-hmm. but i know a lot of entrepreneurs go through because i yeah. talked to them what would you tell somebody that's looking to be an entrepreneur 
like about support. Yeah. What should they expect about that? You ain't you ain't gonna get it half the time. <laughs> like be honest, you ain't gonna get it half the time. Most of the time, you're not from the closest people that's close to you. Half the time, they're not gonna see what you see. Yeah. And you just gotta believe in yourself that you know you can do this. Uh-huh. Like, that's the only way I kept pushing. I said, I know I can do this joint. I know I can. Were like, there other was- things too? Like, did you? Are you like one of those people? And maybe it's just be me. Be listening to like other people that made it in their stories and stuff to keep you inspired or not? Yeah, I do. Like, you I think that helps. Yeah, because you listen to somebody else who probably was in your position years yes. ago, and you see they got a multi-million dollar company. They running. It's kind of like, damn, the heck. <laughs> you know, so exactly. That's why I be so, listening. I mean, the biggest thing I think for me was was support because I yeah. But I kind of realized like everybody's not gonna believe what you believe, and everybody can't see what you see just yet. Yeah, they gotta wait. They 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 gotta start seeing it manifest for them to be like, oh, uh huh. You did that. Oh, okay. They you're gonna. I was talking to my friend about that this morning. You're gonna have levels of support. So yeah. in the beginning. You'll have your your core group of friends, and you expect all of them to support. It's going to probably be, like, half of them that support you mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. The other half is not going to really support you. Yeah. Um, As you grow, you'll start seeing people that have been quiet your whole journey mm-hmm. start coming in like, hey, what's up? I'm yeah. proud of you. Mm-hmm. You are. I didn't even know you knew what was going on. I didn't even know you followed me on social media. You, you be so quiet. Because yeah. they see. People start wanting to hop on when they see the train moving. So mm-hmm. some people going to jump on like as the train start moving when they see it's going somewhere before mm-hmm. you get to the top. And then you're going to have them that they ain't going to they ain't going to support you till they till you make it, make it. Yeah. And so you have to really develop a level of like confidence in yourself and yep. you really got to have tough skin, man. Yeah. It's going to hurt your feelings, but you can't let it stop you. Yeah. Cuz no exactly. lie. Exactly. With plenty of many, even I ain't gonna even to this day. I don't care how much like love I get, and I love all the love. I appreciate it because <laughs> it really does help me though. Because it it help helps me to keep going. Mm-hmm. But I still notice specific people who don't show love out yeah. out of all the love. Because I be like, you my family. Yeah, it's gonna be the closest ones most of the time. You can't even like a post. It's gonna be the closest ones most of the time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I guess we already answered this, but let's ask it again. If you might have some other, what advice would you give someone that aspires to work for themselves? Like a lesson that you wish somebody would have taught you before you jumped out there. Probably just to just do it. Like, okay. Like that's why I love Nike slogan. You know, just do it. Yeah. Like it ain't no excuses in that. It's just just do it. I know my my apostle and pastor. Like shout out nothing but the truth ministries. Apostle Tanya Mitchell and and Pastor James Mitchell, like they always get on me about excuses. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's an excuse, but they like, nah, bro, that's an excuse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it it makes me check myself. Yeah. Before I answer them about something that I supposed to do that I didn't do. Right. And then I I have to start applying it to my everyday life now. I'm like, dang, bro, no no excuses. So I would say just do it, man. Like whatever you believe God put in your heart to do, do it. Just do it. Like you got to start some type of process to get to where you want to be. Like it's always. Like, everybody's different, but you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. Like writing it down, making it plain, or you got to do that, or take some steps. You got to do something to start something. You can't just be talking about it. And I be hearing some people's passionate about wanting, wanting to do stuff, yeah. but they don't do nothing. They just talk about it. But and I, I see they passionate about it, though. No, 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 no. There ain't no passion if you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> they, the thing about it, I, I, I'm working on understanding that, though. 
because I don't really fully grasp the concept of I want to do this, 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 and not taking any action. Not saying that you want to just jump all the way out there, but have you at least started actually doing the research it takes, like even the simple things Mm -hmm. to do it? So after a while, it is like that friend that keep on calling you, talking about the same thing over and over. You be like, don't call me no more with this same problem. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear about no more. Yeah, you're right. So, you know. How do you define success? Doing what it is you love to do, making a living doing it, not even being about rich or famous. Just if you're able to make a living doing what it is you love to do, your bills paid, I think that's success. Okay. And you doing what it is you love to do every single day. Okay. You waking up, doing that thing. I think that's true success right there. What do you want your legacy to be? I think I want to, about how I helped, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I want to I be known for, like, helping. That's what's up, young. Because I realized I didn't. It's weird because sometimes God will let you go through something without you ha- like mm-hmm. for me I didn't I didn't have certain stuff mm-hmm. so now it's like I want to make sure those people got that stuff absolutely you know what I'm saying yeah like I, 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 that's how I feel like I, I look at other people's lives like my cousins like how they grew up without and it kind of fueled my cousin to be an entrepreneur businessman who's a millionaire mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like that fueled him to say like yo I ain't I ain't raising it my kids here. like this yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you broke the broke the curse, the cycle, right with him. Yep. You know, so I just feel like sometimes God would allow you to go through something because it's going to actually make you who you are supposed to be. I actually think that's the purpose in it all. Yeah. And you know, of course, we don't like that pain. Nah, you know, when When we're in the process, uh, like hold up, God, now you're doing too much. You're like, (laughs) God, I don't understand it. Why I'm going through all this? And and sometimes He don't even answer you right then and there. I'm I'm sobbing though Like no I don't even want to do this I need cut off with this life And then boom That same thing becomes what you um, What you do to help others Mm -hmm. I can honestly say every single thing that I do Is a a result Of something that I had to go through That I wish I had um, Somebody to help me with So Mm -hmm. Yep there you go Boom that's the key y'all whoever out there trying to find their purpose and that's wondering about what it is that they should do uh, with their life because i hear so many people say don't even know what their purpose is and i think that would be the first place to start tapping into is what are those things that have broken your heart that you've overcome and that you want to now make sure that you can provide assistance for somebody else with okay yeah now that we got all that out the way and we <laughs> preach to the people, <laughs> what does the next five years of your business look like? Hmm. Well, um, next five years, man, I, I see it how I how I see it in my mind. I, I see it being on the scale of, you know, me managing artists. Um, I got some more questions. Um, torn. Touring, yeah, touring like world tour, I don't know nationwide tour. I don't know. I don't know. I just see. A, we ain't doing a, no citywide tour. We've been know. doing that. We already did that. Yeah, you're right. But I, I, but I see that. I see that big scale because I'm planning that now. Like, that's what I'm putting together. I'm trying to plan it so I can present it, mm-hmm. so we can, uh, so we can have an opportunity to go out to other states. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I see it. I see. I see it being a management company, full blown, uh, full blown independent record label. Um, what do you see your life look like? Looking like your lifestyle. My lifestyle. Cause I like people to dream. You know, you already yeah. know this. I, I I want you to be able to 
tell me your full vision without thinking about, oh, this might not happen, that might not. Yeah. Don't think about oh, none of the negative stuff. <laughs> if you could paint the perfect picture, you got the brush. Yeah. How would your lifestyle my look? My lifestyle be? My lifestyle look in my mind? Yes. Like, really, I, I see it now. Like, what we, what we have now. Like, when I go home now, when I see how my family is, I see that. Like, I don't see nothing, like, crazy extravagant i like you know so you like the simple life yeah okay that's simple yo that's cool i like cars and stuff but you know <laughs> but for the most part you just want the simple life you want yeah. you want to do what you love mm-hmm. and then come home and yeah. chill yeah okay yeah be comfortable cool you know what i'm saying be comfortable tell me who your favorite rappers were growing up who's your biggest influences this is just a side conversation Dang. all of them really like Nas, jay-z biggie DMX, like, yeah, <laughs> like Ludacris, like Rakim, Dang. like. Okay, so who is the artist that people compare you the most to, though? Like when they hear your style, like who do they say you remind them of? Uh, I think they say Jay because of my. To me, you got a New York swag. Yeah, everybody say that. I and don't even. Look, and then people start talking. About, I got an Atlanta swag now. I'm like. Mm-mm. You got a very got a New York swag, swag. I don't care. You can't change it. I'll be wearing my chucks my Oh, you got Cali swag? I ain't been around. I ain't been around. Maybe you saying I look like I'm from Cali. I was, at, I was at a school one time. I had on some dickies and some high socks and some chucks. Dude was like, yo, you from Cali? And I was oh, like, nah, wow. bro, I'm from here. He's like, oh, you dress like a Cali dude. Dang. But, well, I mean, that's okay. Yeah. It's just that I was thinking rap style-wise. Yeah. I can see if we had to pick somebody from Atlanta, sometimes your flow remind me like a looter. Okay. Which I like Luda or whatever. Yeah, Luda gets busy. Um, but your demeanor, the way you carry yourself, is more New, New York, York Jay Z. So I can yeah. see like a a Jay Z Ludacris mashup with with a gospel sweat. But that was one of the things that really drew me to your music. Anyway, though, okay. is because not the the New York thing, because it was the it was gospel. But it wasn't gospel-y. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were like... <laughs> I didn't want it to be gospel either. <laughs> it you know was just like regular music that you listen to. Yeah. It just had a positive message yeah. or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. I like this. Yeah. You know, Because I grew up listening to rap rap. Mm-hmm. So I had to do... Hey, y'all got to walk me through this a little slow now. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me, And I think that's what your talent is. Is that you can slow walk people through that process not just take them from here from listening to because I'm, I'm a DMX girl that's me that's yeah. my man and he be Bob and Stella Kelly you know <laughs> and you just gonna take me straight all the way up to the king nah this is like yeah I got you with that gradual slow walk girl, slow, slow yeah. walk me up slow walk me up yeah. um but um and I still listen to ratchet music but um yeah I do too you know I you love gotta, it. gotta keep your ear to the streets what's going on you know what I'm, I'm not even doing it for research. I actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of songs like that I'll be banging. I'll be liking. I like, I'll be singing stuff know. I really can't relate to, like I did with DMX. Like, I'll be singing Cardi B songs with like conviction. Like, I really yeah. know what she's talking about. And I'll be like, girl, that is not in my lifestyle. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it just feels good to, yeah. to release it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how can we find you on social media? Y'all and- can follow me on IG. It's on. Uh, Nonfiction underscore, but it's spelled N O N F I X I O N underscore. Or you can follow NFX and Music Group, which, which is N F X N underscore. 
And you can follow Champions League Mad Pages on IG, which is C H M P N S League underscore. And uh, Twitter, all the Twitter's the same as the IGs and Facebook. You know, Christopher Nonfiction Reader. If you want to follow me on that, and yeah, Boom. there we have it. And the website nfxandmusicgroup.com. Oh yeah. Oh, so we got a video release premiere um December thirteenth, man, which is the Champions League first single. The song is called We Win. Um, every artist that's on there, um, Phil the Real, uh, Daryl B, uh, the artist Treese, Sammy, A Kev, uh, Haps. Uh, who I miss? Who I miss? Did I miss anybody? Uh, they call me Reggie. Uh, so y'all like the gospel Rough Riders? Oh, I just wanted to be Rough Riders because I like Rough, Rough Riders. Though. Rough Riders. Like, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Since you DMX fans, so yeah, you be that. <laughs> But yeah, the song, the video is dropping, man, December 13th, man. Y'all stay up. It's called We Win. Champions League, we win. Period. Well, it's been your girl, Heavenly B, with the Prince George's Daily. Until tomorrow, good day. For the Prince George's Daily, I'm Del Roden, and this is the news for December 12, 2019. This from Langley Park. Advocates are going into the community to educate immigrants about the census. CASA, C-A-S-A, the prominent immigrant advocacy organization which enjoys the trust of the community, is out in force. CASA's efforts are part of a wider effort in the area and the state where Maryland is spending $5 million to encourage hard-to-reach communities to participate in the next census. The office of Angela Alsobrooks has announced Dr. Ernest Carter being officially named our new health officer for Prince George's County. The state of Maryland approved Dr. Carter to lead our health department after both the county executive and the county council agreed to send his nomination to the state. Carter has served as the acting health officer since the start of Alsobrooks' administration in December 2018. Dr. Carter previously served as the deputy health officer and brings over three decades of patient care experience to the health department, as well as extensive knowledge of community-based health initiatives and public health management. A state report says to preserve affordable housing along the Purple Line, Prince George's County should nearly double its housing funding to $13 million in the next three years. That's from the $6.5 million currently planned. The Purple Line Corridor Coalition, a group of public and private organizations in Maryland, released a 12-point housing action plan on Thursday for how to ensure that 17,000 housing units along the 16-mile rail line remain affordable to households earning less than $70,000 a year annually. That's the news for Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Have a great day. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham. 
and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.